You're listening to Trade Entrepreneur, the show for business owners by business owners. I'm your host, David Sudworth, and welcome to this week's show. Thank you once again for joining me on the Trade Entrepreneur podcast. Can't believe we're already in March. This this year is going so quick, and there's there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes at Mister Sut, which makes it feel like it's going even even faster. Uh, hope everyone's doing well, and I hope uh, business is still good for everyone. I know for, for us, it's yeah, it's best way to describe it. I would say is consistent. Uh, it, it's we don't seem to have many days where there's not much happening, <laughs> um, and we've got so many plans in the pipeline for stuff, and it's it's just I think that's what's making the year go uh, faster and faster. So yeah, if these podcasts they they do seem to come around very fast as well, and I do find myself later on in the week think as put my mind towards the podcast and then thinking what can I talk about this week. Uh, and I always try to keep things as fresh as possible. Uh, and w- one of the subjects, well, the subject for this week um, is something which I had to think about myself in order to make sure that I keep uh, I carry on doing these podcasts. And I've talked about it in previous episodes, and that is the scarcity mindset. And to me, the scarcity mindset is the big thing which particularly trades businesses they 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 it inhibits them it can ha- inhibit a lot of businesses particularly uh, one person bands and that can be anyone from uh, a non trade to a trade organizer um, trade business but i think particularly with trades people i see it a lot um and particularly when i speak to trades people um they exhibit a scarcity mindset and there's a difference here between a scarcity mindset and being cautious. There's a, there's a, there's a big difference, and we'll talk about that a, a bit a bit later on. So the reason I want to come into this thing about scarcity mindset is because, generally speaking, it's the thing that stops businesses from growing, and it usually falls down to one person, and that one person usually has the scarcity mindset. So... In essence, they focus on what they could lose rather than what they could gain. They sometimes feel that perhaps they've they've rolled the dice a bit too often, and they've 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 gotten lucky and they've got into a position where they're, they're very comfortable. And they think, well, that's all my luck. I don't want to chance it any further. I don't want to. I don't want to push it too far because um, I might lose what I've what I've I've gained. Now, I think that that's a that's a very kind of primitive way of looking at things. It's a bit like, uh, you know, the caveman going out to hunt for the food and then he brings the thing, brings the food back and p- to protect the family because if, 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 if he doesn't protect the family, then um, they might lose that food from, 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 atta- from a, a, attack from others. So th- there is a scarcity mindset. And I, I think um, people with um, much more... Uh, in-depth knowledge of this than me will probably suggest that a scarcity mindset is one that we've that has been important for us in terms of our survival but it's so hardwired into our brains that I think these days it's perhaps um, it's it's what can uh, it's what can set us back 
There's a great book actually called The Chimp Paradox by uh, a guy called Steve Peters, and it I I really encourage you to read it. Um, it's such a great book, and it explains this kind of these things which are hardwired into us, which we've which we have needed to ensure our survival for for millennia. But uh, our brains have, have evolved and adapted, and it's cap- they're capable of doing so, so much more now. But because these things were our our backbone, if you like, they uh, they're, they're they're very hard to, to to keep under wraps or not let them run riot. riot. And that's the the chimp part of the brain. Uh, so that's worth a, a read, uh, The Chimp Paradox by Steve Peters. But today we're going to focus on the, sc- the scarcity mindset. And like I say, um, it does, if you have a scarcity mindset, you, you generally won't want to grow your business or you'll, you'll sit there wanting to grow your business and you'll just kind of talk yourself out of it for, for a whole bunch of reasons. And, I think one of the things to understand is is that we all have a scarcity mindset to a degree. It's, it's how well it's how well you, you can control it. And I think one of the big things is actually recognizing if you've got it. Uh, and if this sounds like you, then then there's, there's steps you can take to uh, to to keep it um, in check. So I'm going to go through uh, five things which are kind of the hallmarks of someone with a scarcity mindset and the first one is like i said is you do focus on what you'll lose so say for instance if you've set up as a one-person band and you've been doing very well and you think i'd like to take someone on but all you see is well i have to pay them a wage i have to pay them sick pay i have to pay national insurance and all that and you, you don't you just focus on everything that you'll have to do in order to to get that and that becomes the the red line for you. So, and you know, don't get me wrong. Anyone who who expands business and takes on staff, which we've done, these things do run through your mind. So, I knew that when I was taking on staff, I would have to pay um, above the national minimum wage. I would have to pay uh, sick pay. I would have to pay. Uh, holidays, and that's the thing that usually sticks in small business owners' throats quite quite a bit. The idea that you're paying someone to not be at work—it's—it's <laughs> it's anathema to us. But that's that's just the way it is in in the UK. Uh, so you start looking at all these things, and you think, "I'll forget that." But what about all the things you'll you will gain? So you'll have a member of staff who you can then send out on appointments uh, once they're trained. Again, uh, jumping ahead of myself here, the training bit is important. Training staff costs a lot of money, particularly in our industry, where most people do not come into a role um, having had experience of sweeping chimneys. So you're having to train someone from scratch. That takes a lot of time, a lot of effort and money as well. So you look at all those things and you think, oh, forget that. I'll just carry on as, as I am. But once you've swallowed the whole financial cake, as it were, that you've got to do this in order to grow, you can then start seeing the possibilities and you think, well, actually, 
if once they're in place, once they're trained, they can go out and they can earn X amount of money. And then you start thinking, well, what if we don't have the customers? Sometimes you have to actually create the opportunity in order to to create the demand. I, again, and I, I did get pilloried for this in some quarters, but many, many chimney sweeps will complain bitterly in the busy time of year, traditionally August to December, that customers will not wait. Well, of course they won't wait because what you've done is you've created um, artificial an artificial demand supply issue. If you train people, you can send people out on appointments. I can't split myself into two, but I can if I employ people. So what you end up doing is you create more opportunities for yourself and opportunities for that person as well. But you have to get over that scarcity mindset. Uh, I mean, the second thing with regards to this particular matter is that people with a scarcity mindset tend to practice short-termism. So they, they they don't think about the 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 long-term impacts of something like, once I get over this, I'll then be able to boost the amount of appointments appointments I can offer they'll just um, they'll just think about the short term but but here's the thing most people who have a scarcity mindset will then complain bitterly about issues emanating from that and and in some cases they start complaining about their lot in life or how they're too busy and all this but it all goes back to that scarcity mindset if you've if, if you can't look for the long-term benefits in it, then you will you will always have a long-term problem. Short-termism sometimes it's important, and you just have to do things short-term. But generally speaking, the the big decisions have a, a long-term impact. So you've got to understand how how things play out. Sometimes over the course of 12, 24 months, it's not necessarily a case of this time next year. It might be two years away or three years away, but you've got to look at the long-term consequences because if you don't, you can't turn things around very quickly. Anything, anything that's, that's tough, anything that's worth doing is usually not a quick win because if it was, everyone would be doing it. Employing staff is a time and financial commitment and there is no short-term benefit to it. But what you end up doing, you create a long-term benefit by by swallowing that short-term pain and then you end up don't end up complaining about your lot in the process. <laughs> Number three, um, someone with a scarcity mindset fails to understand value. So they, they'll usually end up complaining bitterly uh, about how much something costs. And what they'll tend to do is they'll tend to hunt around for the cheapest price or, uh, and this does happen in trade, what they end up doing is bad-mouthing other people who charge high prices. Oh, it's a rip-off. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Well, first of all, they, they fail to usually understand that that particular company's finances. So there are many companies... Um, that charge much less than we do, but we have to charge VAT and we have offices and we have staff and we have to pay those. So 
again, they don't look deeply into things. They'll just have a, a knee jerk reaction and they don't understand. They know the, the cost of everything, but the value of nothing. That's one of my favorite phrases, actually. And, and it's, and it's so true because if you understand value, value very rarely has a monetary sense attached to it. It's usually to do with another trade-off, either convenience or time. They're the, they're the two biggest things when it comes to value. Yes, sometimes it can have a financial element to it, but as we've seen with prices, that's becoming less and less. It's more to, not to do with understanding the value. So, so say for instance, if you ring up one tradesperson and they're one person banned and they can't get to you for eight weeks, but they'll charge 500 pounds for, for your, um, for the service that you, uh, that you want. Maybe it's building a wall or something, but you then ring up an, another firm, which is 1,500, but they can do it in two weeks because they have a team of, um, a team of people able to complete that work for you. So the value in your mind then is, well, it gets done quicker and, if time's not an issue for you, then fine. But for some people, time and convenience is, is, is a big factor in their decision making. And to have, to get out of the scarcity mindset, you've got to understand value. The fourth thing is that people tend to make excuses. I haven't got time. I haven't got money. That's a scarcity mindset. Now, funnily enough, uh, <laughs> this week I was thinking to myself, I haven't got time to do a podcast. But then I thought, David, you're actually doing the very thing which you've talked about in previous episodes. You've got a scarcity mindset. So I'm not saying I'm perfect, but you know, nowhere near perfect. Uh, we all have it from time to time, but it's about keeping it in check. And actually, I did have time because if you value something, you will make time. If you don't value something, you'll just make an excuse for it. So when anyone says, I haven't got the time, what they mean is they don't prioritize it enough to make it worth their while doing it. Or if they haven't got the money, they're not prepared to sacrifice something else in order to have that. And therefore, it isn't a priority, which is fine. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some people who have very, very, very little money. So you have to prioritize. And whether that is... You know, whether that's going out for fish and chips or eating in, you have to prioritize because you cut your cloth accordingly. But a scarcity mindset, particularly in business, will usually fall down to the, I haven't got the time or the money. And all it means, quite frankly, you don't particularly see it as a priority. If you, if you, if you're completely honest with yourself, you might think to yourself, I haven't got, I haven't got time and money now, but I will make time or I will put some savings aside in order to make sure I get that. But the person with the scarcity mindset won't think about that last bit. They'll just think about the, the previous bit. They haven't got the time and money. Let's forget about it. Let's move on. And the final thing with people with scarcity mindsets, they tend to act on impulse. So these are people who, who will tend to fly off the handle very quickly at things. They'll tend to, Act irrationally, they will probably um, get be quite jumpy, quite quite worried about how other people see them, 
and they will because again it's about the scarcity for them of respect they what they want respect and they need to carry on engendering respect so therefore in order to get respect they will act on impulse you know that they will they will do things to to please other people and in some instances they will do things to divide and conquer so they'll they'll have a go at one set of people in order to placate another set of people I see it quite a lot uh again that's just that is just a to me it's one of the massive signs of 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 a scarcity mindset now all this got me thinking and i thought okay david well you've you've kind of gone through a few things here which is that scarcity mindset but how do you how do you get out of it and there's a great article i i uh found earlier about um, how to snap out of a scarcity mindset um and this is what it says um the opposite of scarcity is abundance abundance mentality means there's plenty for everyone so again not worried about competition scarcity mentality isn't a personality trait it's brought on by things around you try these tips to shift from a scarcity mentality to that one of abundance and here's a few, here's a few things focus on what you have because scarcity often scares people from making career changes because they think there aren't enough opportunities but think about the positives you have and let that move you forward. Number two, surround yourself with positive people. The people around you will influence you. Spending time with positive-minded people will soon have you think in the same way. There's a, a great um, saying that, um, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And generally speaking, if your friends are quite happy to just amble along and not really do much, then quite honestly, you will end up like that. And in in some cases, it's a case of if all your friends are alcoholics, you'll eventually become an alcoholic as well, unless you snap out of it. And that's uh, surrounding yourself with positive people is very, I actually think it's quite difficult because there's so many people who find it easy to just be negative about everything. Uh, because in order to be, in order to be positive, you have to have faith in something and you have to sometimes put your faith in other people. And that can be challenging, but I think it's better to do that. And even if it doesn't come off, having a positive mindset, I think when it comes to expanding the business, I think it's, I think it's essential. I really do. But, uh, number three, practice gratitude. And gratitude has apparently been shown to improve mental health and well-being. Create a gratitude journal and write down five things you're grateful for each day. So it could be very simple things. I'm grateful I have a roof over my head. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful that I have good health. All, you know, those types of things, practicing gratitude. We all kind of take things for granted, but we don't actually stop to think of the things we should be, we should be thankful for. And again, I'm one who is I am guilty of that because I think we all are. And I think sometimes you have to stop and be grateful. And, and, and usually it takes a, a big life changing issue to actually realize, um, how, how lucky you are with certain things because there's a, there's a phrase I like that you should celebrate the normality, the routine. Stuff which on a day-to-day level might might seem quite boring, but when when your world is turned upside down, 
my God, you, <laughs> you are grateful for it. And the final thing, recognize the possibilities. Focusing on one thing can train your brain to let go of other things unnoticed. Re- rewire your mind to look for possibilities and solutions instead of letting the problem get you down. So I think there's a, there's a great book by a guy called Ryan Holiday, which says, uh, the obstacle, I think it's the obstacle is the way or something like that. Um, I haven't got the book to hand at the moment, but it's about basically if you see an obstacle, then you should find a way around it rather than just let the obstacle defeat you. Because again, a scarcity mindset will tell you that you can't get around it. So there's no point trying absolute rubbish. You can get around it. And there are many ways that, I mean, one thing, I like to do, I like to chat to other business owners and people in our company about, about particular problems and, and how, how you would deal with them. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. It's uh, one of the main things that you do in order to, to get round uh, potential problems. And, you know, don't be frightened that someone else has got a big, um, a, a better idea than you and a, and a, a bigger perspective. Harness that power to actually, help yourself uh but then again it's again it's about surrounding yourself with the positive people so i hope you've enjoyed that uh it's been a podcast i've been meaning to do for a while uh about the uh the, the importance of understanding uh scarcity mindset and how having that can actually hinder your business I think, like I say, I think it's a big thing with one-person bands, and I see it a lot in trades. But uh, once you understand it, I think you're in a much better position to move forward in a in a positive, abundance manner, rather than um, than a, than, a, than a scarcity mindset. Thanks once again for joining me. It's always great to hear your feedback. My email address is david at trade-entrepreneur.co.uk. You can obviously leave a comment on our Facebook page or on Twitter at TEP Show. And as I always say, if you're on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, hit the subscribe button and it will tell you when the next show is available. So thank you once again for joining me. Have a great week and I'll see you all again very soon.